Hi, I'm Mrs. W, and I'm a teacher. And I'm Mrs. B, and I'm a teacher. Teaching really is an art, but with our actual degrees and experience in teaching, we have a BS in education. What happens in the classroom doesn't stay. It gets told right here, right now, today. What happens in the classroom doesn't stay. It gets told right here, right now, today. It's a BS in education. Welcome to a BS in education. It's me, Miss B. And me, Miss W. Yeah, we did it. You know, it was, it was recently for, I know we have some crossover audience that listens to For Crying Out Loud, and uh, Stephanie was doing an ad for our show, and she called you Mrs. B and me Mrs. S, and I was like, I damn it, we why didn't we out. do that? I feel like an idiot for not we thinking missed out on a huge opportunity. <laughs> so we're going to start a new uh, podcast called BW and Ed- BW Education, Education, and I'm going to be Miss B, and you're going to be Miss S, and then yes. everything will be worked out. <laughs> It'll write the world. <laughs> It'll write the world. Um, we are finally going to address today a question that was brought up that was sent to us probably six months ago. I think in like July. It was it. It was it sent was over it? the. It was at the know. very end of the school year. Was it last yeah, year? Yeah, I think so. And you like and April I were like, we were like, we're well, with all. we'll just do it next year because we'll that's when people will be school big. year but here we are deep <laughs> into <laughs> the you know the end of the first quarter mm-hmm. and here we are giving you the advice that you've been waiting for so listen up listener because this one's for you wee, wee. Mm-hmm. oh but before um, we get to that we need to talk about our bs yes okay so i i changed my bs from this no, that's cool. um so I have a retirement uh, is a 401k um, and it is in a, an IRA, a traditional IRA. Are you already having fun listening to this? I know I'm having fun talking about it. So uh, (laughs) it is in a TD Ameritrade account. And so I'm trying to roll it into a 403B, which is a savings plan for teachers that gets like special. I don't know. They explained it to me. It sounded good. I was like, cool money, do it. Anywho, I have had three Zoom meetings over the past three evenings with my financial advisor because we cannot figure out how to get my money out of TD Ameritrade. Like, it is a whirlwind. It is it is so complicated. She's had to call her boss and, like, add him into the Zoom and, like, he's taking control of my mouse and trying to like, navigate through this website. It is absolutely bonkers and he's been doing this for like 30 years and she's like i have never seen anything this crazy and then the the hours to call are like you know 9 30 to 4 30 or some shit and i'm like well guess what i'm doing on monday through friday 9 30 to 4 30 not sitting by my phone right so um eventually we figured it out but it's going through a hyper complex process of them writing me a check And then I have to cash it. But before I do that, I have to take pictures of it and send that to the new brokerage firm. And then after that check clears, I have to get a cashier's check of the exact same amount and then send it. It's just like this whole thing instead of just like, let me transfer my money out of here. They're holding on to it real tight. And she's like, I've never seen an account like that. Like this is absolutely nuts. So Word of advice, this is an opposite of an advertisement for TD Ameritrade. They <laughs> suck. If you want to get your money out. If it's you die, a bad I think they'll advertisement. give it to you. It's a bad... Yeah! 
Help yeah, you. we coined a new term. You can pay us money and we will do a bad advertisement for <laughs> rival companies to yours. It's a new thing Hell we're trying. Yes, yes. Get me some the more voiceover work. Doing I'm it. into it. Hell yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I almost had to fake my own death to get my own money out of this account <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. And it was not worth it. Do not recommend. Kind of hated the experience. So there you go. All right. Um, my BS. So I think a few weeks ago I was talking about how like, oh, just feel the energy of the city and working downtown is so good. <laughs> But Maybe oh man, yes, until you have a day where public transit goes wrong. There was like a train derailment. I'm fine. I wasn't on the derailed train, but it meant that the subway was just moving really slow on this line. And then it would sit at a stop for like 10 minutes, which meant everybody got on. Because normally subway pulls Ew. up. There's like 60 you seconds unload. total for everybody to unload. Right. And if you miss it, sucks for You're you. Screwed. Get the next yeah. one. But it was there so long that people just kept getting on. And I kept just like, I started like sweating and I was like freaking out a little bit. And I'm trying to do the math. Like if I get out two stops early, can I make it to teach on time or is that too far? Is it too, oh my God. Oh, it was, it was, uh, it was not great. That absolutely blows. You know what else blows is I found out there is a federal bill being tossed around that would put a tax on every mile driven for any reason at all. It's like an eight cent per mile tax or something. So um, that would really blow for those of us who live in places without public transportation where you have to drive everywhere. And then I'm thinking of people who like live in suburbs and then commute every day. And Mm -hmm. oh my God. So anyway, that blows and um, (laughs) hope that doesn't happen. I'm just going to say that. Don't we have enough oh going gosh. on, people? Why are we making bills about taxes right now? Son of a no. bitch. We got other stuff to worry about. Oh, um, oh my gosh. Have you watched, have you started watching Squid Game on Netflix? What is this? It sounds like. It's so nasty. weird. So last weekend I started, I would be done with it except for it's a Korea, Korean show. So there's subtitles. So I like have to pay attention. Yeah. Like, I can't also be cooking dinner or folding laundry or, you know, grading papers. You've already turned me off 100% to this But thing. it's, it's like all these, these, um, these people that are down on their luck, they're gamblers, whatever, they have debt. And some, I'm only halfway through again, because I have to read it. Uh, this some mysterious millionaire, billionaire, I don't know, with the, like a mask on and then all these other like soldiery people with masks have recruited these people to play children's games uh, to the death. But if you win, every time somebody dies, like a million dollars gets dropped in this giant piggy bank or something. Wait, so like Uno? Or like the first you? one is red light, green light. Oh, so like physical. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It makes way more sense. I'm like, how do you do that? I don't get it. Yeah, so. um what in the hell? It's it's good though it's like i thought it was going to be some silly like you know how there's these game shows where people get zapped in the nuts and everybody's like like "Ah, that yeah like that snl uh sketch where chris farley got his hands cut off for saying sir (laughs) pee (laughs) pee you remember that god that sketch is so good so i thought it was going to be like 
maybe horror it was like advertised as horrorish but i thought it was going to be funny too no it's actually like it's well written the acting's hmm. pretty well done yeah man okay. i, I would have watched it in 48 hours had i not needed to read it interesting I, I yeah do you remember that well wasn't it wasn't it a korean movie wasn't parasite a korean movie yeah God, I still that haven't was an seen it. Awesome movie! I it know was it's really... awesome. I still haven't seen it. Ooh, it's been on it my was list. Good, and I did not years. plan to see it because I'm going to be honest. I'm a lazy American, and I don't like reading subtitles the whole time. Same. But if also if I watch a British show, I definitely have the subtitles on. <laughs> uh so that's that's on me. Whatever. Yeah. What else am I? What else have I been watching? We're still on Ted Lasso. We've caught up with Did Ted Lasso. Did you just watch tonight's episode? No, not oh. yet. We got. I gotta wait until my children are not awake anymore, just in case. But um, no, the last one I watched. I take that back. I'm not all the way caught up. The last one I watched was where uh, Coach Beard like goes. Yeah. I was like, what in the hell is happening right yes, now? Yes, it's weird. So, yes, yeah, so so you got weird. like at least two episodes, maybe three. Yeah, that's what yeah. I plan on doing tonight. It's football season and we only have one TV in our house. So pretty much I come downstairs and if my husband looks like he's actually watching the TV, then I just go to bed and read. But if it looks like he's on his phone and I just hear the game, then I'll come mm-hmm. in and be like, oh, you're done watching this? Okay. And then I turn on <laughs> Ted Lasso. And he's okay with it because he loves Ted Lasso. But uh, football season is rough for television time. I'm trying to get um, my husband to be Roy Kent for Halloween so I can be Keely. <gasps> oh, my God. And I'm like, I'm like, let me do your eyebrows and we'll get, you can grow your beard out and you can just look angry. And he, he's he's like, I could be Ted Lasso a lot easier. And I was like, yeah, but then who do I get to dress up as? Exactly. That's not as fun. I'm going to be Kaylee and get like a giant wig. You could be Rebecca. I I just short. I can't be Rebecca. She's like statuesque. She's so statuesque. I can be Kaylee, but Kaylee's tiny. She is. She's adorable. I love Kaylee. I just love all those characters. They're just Mm -hmm. all, they all have redeeming qualities you know, it's just oh, such a good show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, thank and you. Then, welcome back to the Ted Lasso review welcome hour. Welcome back <laughs> to, that was an advertisement. I'm going to do a bad advertisement for this book that I got on Audible by, um, it's narr- no, it's written and narrated by Anderson Cooper. And it's about the history of the Vanderbilt family. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a Vanderbilt, right? He is a Vanderbilt because his mother was Gloria Vanderbilt. And right now I'm real bored. I'm going to keep listening to it because I just do it in the morning when I'm getting ready for school. But it's it's real boring. So bad advertisement for that. Not a good stimulator for the brain. All right. All right. That All was right. your entertainment catch up here on this show about education. <laughs> yeah, we are. All right. We ready to get into we I don't think we've even said what our topic is. We did. We said oh, we did remember say we're it. talking about did we say what the topic was? Or we just talked we about did. We just talked about how somebody asked the question oh, shit. six months ago. Well here's ago. the question that was asked. Uh, the question was how do I choose a school from a far away distance, such as another state. So like mm-hmm. if I'm moving, how do I know where to move to so that I'm going to be at a good school? And I was like, damn, that's a real good question. There are a ton of things to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, I really hope I never get put in this situation because I think it would panic me just because I'm an I educator. I have a few friends that have done it. Um, uh, my friend Julie did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when she did it, her, she and her husband, part of the reason they moved is because their their kids needed more services than they were getting yeah. uh, in the town where we both used to live. That makes sense. 
so now so now she lives in uh I don't wow. know if it's I need to very... bleep that out or not. It's no, where it lives it. too. Isn't that fucking really? Weird? Yeah, I've never heard of that place. Um. Anyway, so if you're listening, uh, Miss R, we need to have her on our our. We do. We talk. We've talked about this at least. I know nine times. our counselor friend, Miss R. If you're listening to this episode, my friend Julie moved to the city where you live because they're supposed to have great public schools. But she and her husband went and like visited a couple times. Yeah. So they did know some people that lived there. And then when they were visiting to scout for houses, they also visited schools. But sometimes you don't have that opportunity. No, sometimes you don't. I remember um, when we were moving to where, uh, you know, the small town that I ended up doing most of my formative years in, um, we were moving from a different state and we came and visited a few schools. But while we were visiting, the very... uh, the very adamant response from everyone was like, oh, well, do not go to the public schools. You cannot mm-hmm. go to the public schools. And so, okay. So we went and we toured the private schools and there were not too many to choose from because it was a very small right. area. But I rem- I distinctly remember right. walking into one of them and feeling like, oh, these people are all snobby. Like they all looked at us like we were like, who are you? Why are you here? So, and then also there's the school was right next to a graveyard. And my brother was like, I am not playing soccer next to a graveyard. <laughs> so that one was out. And then we visited another one that I don't remember a ton about, but the one that we ended up going to, it was probably the oldest and like most janky building. Mm-hmm. But when we walked in, the principal had a rocking chair in her office And when she took us on her tour, she walked us into where they were having PE and all the kids stopped what they were doing. And they were like, oh, Mrs. Smith. And they all ran up to her and were hugging her. And she was like, she's like, well, this is, this is, uh, Miss B and she might be coming to the school. And they were all introducing them. It was really cool. So that's where we ended up going. Um, I don't know what the academics my parents considered. I think um, my principal in elementary school had a paddle hanging on his wall hell yes that's the kind of school i want to send my kid at least one of my kids to one of my kids right. needs that paddle so um so i'm gonna <laughs> she's so so flipping cute y'all did we talk about her sick day oh we did not talk about her sick day oh my god y'all we're i'm so sorry we have to take so... a little journey and talk about so i'm like i have so much work to do i'm sitting like at oh my, my big god. desk trying to get work and i start getting a flurry of text messages from from little sister and i'm just like oh they're not even text though it's on facebook messenger so it yes 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 sound yes so it's like well i guess i'd better answer this because it's 10 a.m <laughs> and uh yeah yeah maybe there's a situation where she can't get in touch with anybody and she's and, trapped no. in the back of somebody's car with her exactly with her, with her, with her, with her tablet <laughs> So, so she just starts talking to me and I'm asking her why she's not at school and like, what, what's going on? And then I hear your husband talking in the background. I'm like, oh, okay. She must have a dentist appointment or something. I had no idea that she had stayed home sick. She and I video chatted. She sent me dozens of videos. She sent a video or no, a picture of your dog laying on his back and circled his wiener and put a laughing <laughs> laughing stickers on <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> I had to put my 
my phone God. on do not disturb because she was cracking my shit up and I had so much work, <laughs> so to, much do. work to do. Oh my God. <laughs> so I send Miss B a message that's just like, oh my gosh, your daughter is freaking killing me today. Like what's going on? And then I find out she was supposed to be sick. <laughs> no. So what happened was the day before, uh, she was talking about not being hungry and we're like, wait a second. So mm-hmm. she was running a little fever. It was like 101 or something. And, um, you know, you can't go to school if you haven't, if you've had a right. fever within 24 hours, but of course she's acting like herself. Right. And so my husband's like, she's fine. Like send her to, I was like, you cannot send a kid to school with a fever. Also COVID. He's like, she don't have COVID. I'm like 99% chance she does not. But also who freaking like, no, we're not going to be patient zero. So I was like, I'm going to take her in on Monday morning because they have a free uh, testing site in our district. I was like, I'm going to make an appointment for 7 a.m. We'll get her in there. See. So Monday morning we wake up, she's still got a fever. I was like, okay, well, never mind. She's staying home. And then she does all of this harassment to you. And then I cannot believe that picture. I want to see it so bad. Also, <laughs> she sent hysterical. me, I'm going to send you screenshots of like, it's just pages of her. Of her. She <laughs> sent me every single emoji like that just is individual. in the phone. Yep. <laughs> Jeez. She was killing. She's the, and then she Lock. like kept sending me videos that were like, "I'm home alone. Nobody's <laughs> here." She's out of control. So then on Tuesday, I was like, "All right, today's the day. We're gonna go get tested and we're gonna come into school." So she wakes up and goes to pee, and she goes, "That wasn't pee." And I was like, "Yes, it was." And she's like, "Uh, uh." And it sure wasn't, but it sounded like pee. Oh, no. So you know what that means? I was like, "Well, we're oh. staying home again." Like, did she have a fever again? I was like, no, she has uh, the poo-poo. He goes, send her to school. I was like, I'm not sending her to school when liquid is coming out of her rear end. I'm not doing that to her teacher. Absolutely not. So she stayed home again. And then um, like halfway through the day, I sent him a text because she refused to take the Imodium because it tasted, right. it didn't taste good. I was like, it's medicine. It's not supposed to taste good. So halfway through the day, I was like, hey, how's she doing? And he sends me a video of her dancing in the kitchen in her underwear. I was like, all right. And then uh, I got home that afternoon. He goes, I think I heard the song Dance Monkey. I'm not exaggerating over a hundred times today. Oh, she sang it to me so many times. Dance Monkey, Dance Monkey, Dance Monkey. The way she does, it's hysterical. So funny. Oh my goodness. So Wednesday, we finally got the all clear. We took the test and she was back at school. But man, she's been something else. Hey, let's take a quick break and actually talk about the topic for this podcast. How to pick your school. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right. So we'll be right back. BRB. All right. We're back. Here we are. All right. So so I'm going to link an article in the show notes that we're going to refer back to from greatschools.org on choosing a school from a distance. So I think their first tip is really good. And it's just to make a wish list. Yeah. It, which can be hard, like, especially if you're if you're starting from scratch, like, you, oh, hey, hot stuff. Sorry, there's a little cheerleader with handcuffs in her pants who just walked into my room. <laughs> Get out of here. Why do you have handcuffs in your pants? Because, okay, I'll talk to you. You're arresting people? I'll talk to you later. Um, So I think it (laughs) could be extra hard if you don't, oh my God, get out of here. 
I think it could be extra hard if you have kids that are not even school age yet because you don't really oh, know what I didn't your even wish think list of that. Be. Like, as you know, I remember as a new parent, and I'm an educator still just being like, what's right for my kid? Mm-hmm. Um, and thinking, you know, Montessori is the way I want to go. And so I put my six week old baby in a Montessori facility for so I could work part time. And then going in and just being like, he's literally just laying in a crib all day because he's freaking six weeks old. Like I should right. not be paying $800 a month for him to lay in a crib. So, but it's, it's just hard to know because you don't know your kid yet. You don't know exactly right. what they need. So, you know, just walk in there. I think it's important to tour the school that you want to go to and just kind of like go off your gut a little bit. Like if you mm-hmm. get a gnarly vibe, if there's just like, if everything looks perfect, but something doesn't feel right, that's a bad sign. Yes. Um, Okay. All right. So, so what are some must haves that you would like? Well, what are things that to consider? So I think like academics, of course, Um, sometimes, sometimes sports are a consideration. Yes. Uh, So for me, you know, depending on the age level. So let's say you're looking at an elementary, mm -hmm. when you walk in and you're out and about, you want to see kids doing stuff. This is kind of hard to explain. So if you go in and it's a bunch of closed classroom doors and you can't really like see the children anywhere, to me, that's kind of a red flag. Like Mm -hmm. I can't explain why. Well, to me, to me, it shows that like people are not coming in and out of those rooms all the time. Like administrators are not walking through. They're not, you know, they don't have that other teacher that they're communicating with all the time. Not to say that, you know, you should be in other people's rooms all the time, but, um, like at my old school, we had a swinging door between our rooms. And so I could pop over and be like, Hey, show me how you're doing the science lesson. Come do it in here. And I'll take your kids for a little bit. Just like that collaboration and being able right. to work with other people. And then our admin could come breeze through. And then now I'm in open concept where there's friggin' no boundaries at all. And then if your kid has ADHD and you already know about it, um, open concept could be real tough <laughs> to right. get used to. It's crazy. Right. Um, but yeah, I think that's a, I think you need to be able to see the kids. Um, I also think looking at like, what is the work that's being displayed? So if you go in yeah. and there's a whole bunch of cute craftivities everywhere, that's crap. Like you want to be looking for what is the, what is the end game here? So if everybody's mm-hmm. doing handprint turkeys in first grade and that's just all it is, that would be garbage. But if they have a handprint turkey with like, you know, the vowels on them that's something else yeah, right on the it's feathers. like right yes right. that's something else so you wouldn't just be looking for little things that show that they're not just doing cute things but they're doing meaningful things yes yes um so that's definitely something to look for okay uh, yeah all right what about just like test scores and stuff how much does that oh class size that's my wish list would be small class size class size is really big and so the ratios on some of these websites can be skewed because it could say (gasps) yes let's talk about that lie because I taught at a school that the ratio was like 18 to 1 and I was like my butt it's kids in here yeah because they count all of there, there were the so yeah so like the reading specialist the they were counting the all of those different people the, mm-hmm. yeah everyone so even if they don't have a class they're counted right. um right. so that's not accurate so again walking through it's really important to look and see what that looks like 
Um, right. Do they have professional support staff? So like, do they have paraprofessionals right. available? Because even if your kid doesn't need one, it's kind of nice to have one in there. Right. Because typically pairs don't just work with that one kid. They'll work, they'll kind of float around and help everybody. Not, mm-hmm. not, not my case this year. Cause we have one guy who really needs it. Um, cause Oof. he's violent. He's violent. Yeah. That's why. Um, <laughs> but typically you want to walk through and just see like, is there anybody else in there supporting that teacher? That's mm-hmm. it. That can be a big deal. Um, teacher, ter- oh, so here's another thing. Even before you ask questions, look yeah. at the teachers. If everybody looks like they're either 19 years old or 119 years old and there's nobody in between, that's a red flag. That's for a red me. flag. Because that means that established teachers who are not just so burnt out that they're just waiting for retirement, that the people who still have a passion for things but aren't young and dumb and ready for any kind of job have moved elsewhere. Right. So, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love young, enthusiastic teachers. I think they're wonderful. But if they are with the, you know, older people and there's like the old, old people and there's nobody in between, that's a big red flag right there. Yeah. Because when you have these schools that are not doing so hot, they will, Mm -hmm. I don't want to say they'll hire anybody because I'm sure these little 23-year-olds are great, but you shouldn't have a whole staff of 23-year-olds. Right. Like you Mm -hmm. should be able to distinguish between the fifth graders and the staff at the school. (laughs) That's an important thing. Um, The other thing though, is if you can find out what the teacher turnover rate is, like actually ask the the admin with, you know, what that looks like. That's a, that's also a big indicator because if teachers are, you know, if it's a revolving door, there's something wrong going on there. And usually it has to do with leadership and it starts, right. at the, starts at the roots, y'all starts at the roots. When I taught at the school I taught at several years ago, um, I was the theater teacher there for two years in a row, which was like a record. Nobody had been in the longest time and Mr. F Mr. F used to say it was like the defense against the dark arts position at Hogwarts <laughs> nobody would last more than a year and I was like I lasted two oh, and then I was like no, you did it. You're like, no this enough. is too much I'm, I'm, I'm moving on to somewhere else tapping out uh, alright next suggestion uh, is to connect with other parents so so hmm. the only way that I can think to do that that's not totally weird is like Facebook groups. A lot of schools have individual yeah. Facebook groups. So, so I think that's, that's worth that's checking out. That's not a terrible idea. Um, if you know someone, that's honestly the best way because at least mm-hmm. you kind of know that person's like, do their ideals align with yours? Do you think they're kind of a wackadoo behind their back or, mm-hmm. you know, way too hands off for you? Like that's going to be important because a lot of the times people we meet on Facebook are either mega assholes or they're, mm-hmm. you know, lawnmower parents or whatever. So you kind of have to be careful to see like yeah, read the comments kind of thing. Yeah. I also like, I don't ever make friends with anybody I work with on Facebook mm-hmm. or Instagram. I don't do it. I don't need them in my personal business. So, yeah. so I do agree that making friends, like trying to meet parents is a good tip. I don't know how to go about that unless yeah. they're having like a parent mixer. So thanks well, if for the tip, good schools, yeah. but I don't know. 
So let's say that you're moving, you know where you're moving because you're, you're, job transfer or whatever. Odds are you can talk with some people that you right. will be working with or at your company, you know, ask them about what they know about the schools in the area. You can also, if you're, if you know you're going to be going to a public school, look at the houses and the market. Yeah. So you might fall in love with the school and you're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And then you find out that the neighborhoods that are zoned there is $3 million homes right. that you cannot afford. So it's also important to like, look at your look at your price That's range. the next tip is to talk to real estate agents. <laughs> Man, I could have written this thing. I should have read this article also, but it yeah. looks like I'm on the right track. <laughs> yeah. So real estate agents, we all know how much um, it angers us that property taxes go to pay for the schools. So the better schools end up being in the yeah. better neighborhoods. We've uh, but real estate this, agents though. do have all the studies and stuff and they're available on realtor.com or Zillow mm -hmm. or whatever. They have the different school ratings because they're trying to sell those houses. They're trying to get those houses out. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's a hot tip. Uh, another thing that you might want to ask around the school or pay attention to is what is their overall view on discipline and, you know, Oh my God, that's totally the next question. Are you, are you serious? <laughs> It says, contact the schools with your list of questions, like how does your school handle bullying? Oh, uh, and, yeah. Okay. You, you First of all, like um, make sure that their definition of bullying is consistent, repeated offenses right. by the same person or persons against the same individual. Mm -hmm. Like, make sure they know what bullying is and it's not just saying, you know, it's not just some Sharon has cooties one time. Right. Exactly. Um, but do you want your kid to be like one strike and you're out? Or do you want like more of a restorative behavior practices, things where they're teaching correct behaviors and like, let's substitute you mm -hmm. telling me no and throwing your pencil with, you know, <laughs> anything other than that. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, just looking at how they handle things like that. Um, if your kid is a perfect angel, you're going to want to know how do they handle the kids who are not perfect angels and are right. repeat offenders that might be in your kid's class. Um, mm -hmm. You know, how do I know that my kid is safe? How do I know that this kid is not going to ruin the classroom environment? And like, that's kind of a big deal. Um, that's a good so question, too. It's and it's we hard need to, to do an episode on why there are so many out of control kids oh now i don't know what it is because I, I either i taught in public schools and then i took a few years off and taught at like a fancy performing arts school and then i came back to elementary and i have kids throwing shit at me and trying to bite me and just like i know i don't crazy understand stuff. it so i don't get it i don't even well, know like, how to research it no I mean, there's going to be a thousand answers. It's it's mm -hmm. all the vaccines. It's all the vaccines. It is. No, this was this was pre-vaccine hormones. Well, I just like the other day I had asked. I it was like the seventh time that I was trying to get my class's attention. Like I would get their attention, and then I would finish a sentence, and then immediately as soon as I finished one sentence, you know, seven people would start talking, and I'm like, why? Like, why do you think that when I'm done with one sentence, that all of you can just start talking? Like, what is that? And I was like. Uh, Miss W, this is the, the Miss W who's in my classroom. I was like, Miss W, oh, yeah. when you were a kid, do you remember your teacher having to to like correct the class constantly to stop talking and listen? And she's like, No, I. Didn't. And she's younger than I am. She's like, I yeah. don't remember that. She's like, I mean, I remember like a couple of kids, you know, 
being bad sometimes and getting in trouble, but it was never like everybody in this class is acting crazy. Calm down. I was like, I don't remember that either. So I don't know. Something's going on and I don't like it. I don't like it either. I don't like it. Um, what's next on the list that I should mind read? Hold on. Let's see if I can think of it. So the last okay. one I said was discipline behaviors. Um, Ooh, you might want to, uh, ask about their academic, like their, their grading standards. Like, do they, that's not have... on here, but that's good. Oh, so yeah. this is if... pretty much the end of it. And then it says like, okay. have a backup plan in case you can't get that school or you can't like, or your kids yeah. there for a couple weeks and suddenly yeah. realizes like, oh, this is no this bueno. This is terrible. You should also, if you can, bring your kid for the tour just so they mm-hmm. can get a vibe for it too. Um, and you can tell a lot from the way an administrator interacts with a new child. Like you can yes. tell if they're faking it or not. So um, you can I don't think use, all people can tell that. Litmus test. Really? Yeah, I yeah. guess not. You yeah. need an empath to come. Go back and listen to our episode on empaths and find someone in your life who can come with you. Get one of you. us to come with you. That's right. That's another service we offer. You can fly us to the location that Hell you yeah. like us. So we do so many things, you guys. So many things. It's, it's a gig economy. It's a gig economy. How can we Ooh. not? Another thing to consider is uh, the type of academic structure. So is it just your traditional, you know, public school? Is it a Montessori? Is it a magnet? Do they have a magnet program? Mm -hmm. Is it an international baccalaureate? Is it a dual language program? Do they have the Waldorf model? What is the Waldorf? Is that like project based? It's Waldorf. um, I actually pulled that up because I was like, I don't know what this is. Okay. um, Five facts about Waldorf schools. Here's an article I just found. Let's look at this. Cool. Waldorf schools can be found worldwide. Well, that's useless. Let's see if there's something. <laughs> you can tell that we've done our re- research. It's so its own research. legal entity. Progressive schools, like Montessori schools, there's not a traditional learning environment, but they do follow the traditional grade structure. So the same, the Waldorf approach, they have the same teacher with that class from first through eighth grade. Oh, oh that sounds awful to that's me. what it is. Okay. That's so right. It's like you're with your homeschool mom. Like she's your, just your school mom for eight years. That's crazy. That would either be awesome what if you don't or click? the worst. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it would be one or the other. <laughs> Amazing or just the most yeah. terrible thing in the world. And did they not have any teacher turnover? I wonder. I want to How interview somebody whose I kid know. went to a Waldorf school. What happens? Hey, do you if, have you taught at one, or do, does your kid you go, go to one? one? Let us interview you. I have kids? so many questions. So many questions. What happens if you've been with a class for the first seven years, and then you go on maternity leave, and like you miss the right like, the end of eighth grade, or like you take off the eighth oh grade? You're like, how do they feel with this new teacher? I don't know. That sounds bonkers. And this teacher has to be you know, qualified to teach all of those grade levels the way that they're supposed yes. to be taught. It actually sounds kind of fun to teach that way. But all, but again, it's, it's like if you have the same kids, would I want those kids over and over again? I don't know. What happens when those kids go to ninth grade? How do, how do they deal oh with having a, I don't a know. seven teachers? Unless they go to a Waldorf high school, Is but that then they go thing? to college. I don't think so. I don't know. Again, we need a Waldorf. I bet all these brainiacs go straight from eighth grade to college. They go straight there. They don't even need high school. They've already taken AP everything. Yeah. They're just going straight with their teacher that is able to teach AP everything first through eighth grade. Or he. Or he. Yeah, that's right. It's probably Mm, she. It's probably a woman. Yeah. 
let's be honest. Um, ooh, so also when you're looking at, let's talk, let's go back to that test score thing. Yes. Uh, depending on the state, I don't know. I don't think it, I don't think it varies that much. The meaning of the test. You do want to know if it's a norm based or a criterion based, mm-hmm. which we've talked about before. So are the scores comparing each child to all the other kids to or all the, the scores kids, just or showing it's... what they know about right. the standards? Um, I would look at what the, like the subcategory, the, the populations of students, how they're testing. So if there's like a 40 point gap between the white kids and the not white kids, mm-hmm. that's a problem, you know, right. or if there's, um, I don't know, just things like that. Those are, those are red flags. Like you're going to see some variances between the groups, but you right. should not see a dramatic one. Um, and if you do, that's a red flag that that school is very much not serving everyone. And I wouldn't mm-hmm. want my kid to be at a school like that. Right. That's just right. me. Yeah. So there's just, I don't know, there's so many different things. It kind of depends on, but I think that wish list thing is ideal. Like, yeah, what do I want to come get up with, come up with a wish list and prioritize. <laughs> just hear your daughter screaming, screaming in the background. It's <laughs> fine. That's what it is. Well, next time I come visit, I'm going to get her to do a new screaming in the parking lot promo for us. Oh my God, she will I feel like she would love it so much. Real good job at that. Um, all right, so so yeah, so make your list and prioritize stuff. So really decide what is most important to you because it's going to help you narrow stuff down. I feel For like sure. in the long run. For sure. And then of course, if you have an older child or a child with special needs, there's a whole different slew of things to look at there. Right, because you um, need to look at like what services yes, are available, the quality mm-hmm. of those services. Um, just all of those things, like how are, how are students interacting in the school culture with each other? Like, can you notice the, the way those things happen? And Mm -hmm. then high schools, there's so many things to consider as well. Like, is your kid, you know, an academic superstar? So I want to look at a school that has lots of different, um, AP classes and college prep things or work study programs or whatever, or, do I want, does my kid have like a more, um, mechanically inclined future? So like what, cause there's so many options for high schools yeah. depending on where you are, just the different types. Yeah. A lot of high schools really specialize now. They have yeah. like, uh, ones that they have, have like these great robotic pre-med, programs. Yeah. Yes. Like pre-med high schools. And then of course the visual and performing arts high schools mm-hmm. and just, there's tons of different choices, which is really cool. But also if you're a parent, a little bit stressful. Um, yeah. And then, you know, looking at their, their extracurriculars, like you said earlier. So, you know, if you're a sports person, you're going to want to look at how they're performing. If you're a music person, you want to look at their quality of band Mm -hmm. and choirs and all that stuff. And yeah, just all, all the things. There's so many things to think about. Parenting is hard. It's so much. It's very hard. It's very hard. Especially because there's so many, like. And, you know, 50 years ago, I don't feel like there were very many choices. It was just kind of like, Mm-mm. here's the public school. Here's a private right. school that services the 90 mile radius. around. The- right. <laughs> that is what it is. You go know? to this one or that one. <laughs> exactly. Is this or that. So, um, and then the size, I think the size is important too, because some, uh, some kids, I feel like they need a bigger pool of friends to choose from. Like mm-hmm. if they have a little bit of a quirkier personality, I think they need more friends to choose from than being yeah. in a smaller school. Um, I used to think the so opposite. So they can find like, their oh, people. they're going to get bullied. Right. But they, yeah, they're not going to find their nerdy drama friends mm-hmm. if they're in a you know school with only 18 kids in their grade level. So um, 
yeah, I think that's an important thing to look at too. That is. Like I remember, like I had a couple of friends in middle school and, you know, it was fine and stuff. But when I got to high school was when I like found my people. Yes. When you get to pick your own like electives Absolutely. and everything. Yeah, oh, when, yeah, that's when, when I found When your people. extracurricular is also one of your class periods because that's how right. they do it in the high school. And you're like, yes, these are all my weirdo people that I love yes. so much. Hell yes. That's exactly what you want. Unless your kid is in a douchey kind of, you know, program or interest. And then you don't want them hanging out <laughs> with douchey kids. You want to send them to a different type of school. So they can't have fun doing that. Um, I'm not going to I'm not going to talk about uh, private schools, though, because I know that you we're not going to, we're, we're going to advertise for them right now because I know that that's, part, yeah. that's part of your uh, program, but I went to private schools and I turned out okay. Yeah. Just, you know, I understand. I understand. It's fine. Um, <laughs> let's see. Ooh, you know what else you want to find out? This what? zero tolerance policy. You need to find yeah, what out. What happened to that? that? Is that means- still a thing? It's still a thing some in some places. So like Really? Okay. Yes. So if um you know, if my kid you know is in first grade and pushes his friend, is he going to get suspended for 3 days because right. there's a no tolerance policy or are you going to be like, "Oh, well they're 6 and they need, they're learning mm-hmm. their boundaries and stuff." Like, of course there's consequences, but suspending them for right. 3 days would not be that consequence. Like you want to look at those things too. Like how stupid are the people running this school mm-hmm. like how you know dogmatic right like is things. there is there an ability to to i can't think of the word now where you take yourself out of it and look at it in a reasonable way yes because like i remember when when zero tolerance started in the 90s is that when it was mm-hmm. there was like some kid that got expelled because he had a pocket knife like, <laughs> for reals like, yeah Oh, there was a kid he brought on our a weapon to school. Yeah, there was a kid on our campus the other day. He was wearing like one of those Boy Scout watches, or not watches, mm-hmm. but just like a bracelet. And he took it off in the middle of class, and it had one of those connectors. It's like a lunchbox closure kind of thing that, like, the three prongs that click together. Yeah. But the middle prong, it was a fire starter. So he just takes it off and is like making sparks in the back of the classroom. Oh, and my no. friend's like, "What in the hell?" So she confiscated it, and the parents were like. Oh, we didn't know. It's just a, like a Boy Scout bracelet. We didn't think it would be a problem. She's like, well, the bracelet's not a problem, but there's a fire starter in it. And that is the problem. <laughs> anyway, he did not get suspended or expelled because he's just right, a little because dumb nine-year-old. Because he's just a little kid that yeah, yeah, wasn't thinking about it. brought something stupid to school. So, yeah, look at look at that. If your child bites a, a gun shape into their Pop-Tart, will they be um, permanently <laughs> removed? Oh. Good gosh. Oh, Pop-Tarts. Um, they're so good. I've been on a Pop-Tart so kick good. lately. It is not doing good for my body, let me tell you. Oh, I ate- you know what? Oh, go ahead. Tell me what you ate. Oh, it was dumb. I ate, a bunch of, I ate a bunch of fruit today because of something that I had to do today. So good for you. Delicious fruit. Yeah. I, um, I've been doing, I've been feeling great. I've been doing great. I'm down like 12 pounds. Dang, girl. And I'm just like, everything i have so much energy everything uh, uh, uh. and i'm like oh man i think this like eating healthy makes you feel better i know i hate that it's true because i always feel that way when i'm eating better and i don't enjoy the food no i don't enjoy it but overall Mm -hmm. i feel better in all the other areas so much better and then i'm like nothing tastes as good as As feeling healthy or something yeah which i hate that expression but like the phrase but i'll never be skinny oh hell 
but um, no. yeah, nothing tastes as good as, as but I'm like, just like all this fucking just, energy. God, nothing tastes as good as all this energy I get from being healthy. <laughs> yes. Well, yes. You know, we do what we can. We do oh, what we no. can. I had steak fingers and a breaded chicken sandwich and chicken yeah. tenders this week from the school cafeteria. And it was all yes. real mediocre, mm. but I ate all of that. I want some cafeteria mashed potatoes. They have not so served good. those yet at my school. <gasps> I don't understand Why? what's happening. I don't know. Well, they're because of COVID, they took away the like, you know, the giant vats of corn and the ladies okay. scooping it on your tray. So it's all like pre-packaged with like a plastic oh. film over the top. So I don't know if it's hard to like mass produce i would think the mashed potatoes would preserve would real well in these, but yeah, i don't, I don't know. know but they don't do fries or anything they they do like like beef so- tacos where they just like wrap the tortillas in foil and they give you like a tray a little plastic tray that's full of taco meat and it's like covered up i don't know it's weird it makes me a little bit sad Bizarre. i yeah. love these mac and cheese they don't have the same kind of mac and cheese it's like this weird not good because they cheese. must be getting it from some other company where they have to prepackage yes. it and stuff that and sucks and i think they put like healthy stuff in it to try to not be as delicious Gross. as it was when we were kids in the 90s but mac and cheese is so good so good, so good. <laughs> i sent my daughter with ramen to school today that's what her lunch was just ramen <laughs> i'm sure she was fine she's fine yeah she lived yeah. to tell the tale okay what were you gonna say 90 minutes ago oh you told me about feeling i don't remember good. oh yeah i don't know Y'all, it is Friday night when we're recording this. I so. know, because I have major anxiety because I'm about to have two solid weeks of filming, and I want to at we want least to be bring one you week ahead. Quality content or yes. just content, not even necessarily just quality, just something for you to we're listen to. We're so glad to. you're listening, though. We're so glad you're listening. Um, should we do some screaming in the park? Is that what happens next? Screaming. How does this work? Yes, it is. Okay. It's time to scream. Screaming in the parking lot. <laughs> Let's scream in the parking lot. We usually print out our notes, and tonight we did not. Because tonight, I kind of sprung this on Miss B and was like, can we please do this now? My weekend is very busy. Not only did we not print this out, we also did not fill out the Google Doc at all. So this has oh. been... 99% <laughs> improvised, and I think we've done a pretty good job, if I do say so myself. Hell yeah. Hell um, yeah. Hell yeah. Do you have a screaming in the parking lot, I or do you need do. to think for a second? Okay, what happened? No, I have got one. Oh my God. What Tech support happened? with these students. <laughs> I have a student that, so I'm teaching at a couple different universities. One of them, this semester, I'm only teaching an online course, so I have a module for a week. I have a thing that says like, these are the learning objectives. You And I have like a very shortened version of like, you need to, uh, what you need to read or watch this week. And I'll put like articles or YouTube videos or whatever. Mm-hmm. What is due and when? You need to make a flip grid response by this time. You need to respond to three classmates flip grids by this time. Mm-hmm. And then separately, the like rubric and deeper into the actual requirements for the videos and the readings and stuff. Hey, can I ask and a quick I, question? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So on Flipgrid, when you make them res- do the responses, is there a way where you can just like find the kid, like pull down the kid's name and see like, yes, they have responded three times or do you have to actually manually I don't all that think crap? so. I don't think so either. I, because I, I ended up making a spreadsheet 
and printing it out so I can just give like little check marks. So what I did is I have a larger participation grade and I'm basically just going to look at the end of the semester and see see, like what's the average of everyone's participation and just like make that the standard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I have a student. Oh, no, no, totally fine. And then I make a screencast video so they get to see my face and hear my voice while I'm scrolling through. And like, you're going to click here, you're going to do this, you're going to do this. So I do like a pretty good job, I think, of giving directions. And most of the other students turn their shit in on time. Right. I have There's this always kid that that's just like, I don't understand what we're doing. Like, just will send me an email like that. It's like, well, you're going to narrow that you'll, down, brother. Be a little more specific adult, because this is an adult class. But also like, this is... Like, I would feel very comfortable giving this to 10th grade students. Like, I'm not doing yeah. anything super difficult. No, this you is can a talk theater to one of your Yeah, this is a, like 1,000 level class. This is yeah. not, not crazy hard. But, yeah, I've just been going back and forth with a student. And then finally, she was like, can we have a Zoom meeting? I was like, absolutely. Here's a bunch of times. Pick one. Don't hear from her for several days. And then she's like, sorry, it's such a late response. I'm available this afternoon. And I'm like, great. Tell me what times. I haven't heard back. She just just wants you to be like, don't worry about it. You can just write on a loose leaf sheet of paper, skipping line. It's like, I'm never going to see you. I'm not on campus this semester. Yeah. Next semester, I'm back on campus, but that's just the way the schedule works. Talk to anyone else your age, and they will be able to help you with this. Yes. I don't understand. I don't even understand what you don't understand. Are you not even looking? Because some of the questions are so stupid. She's like, I don't see the, the Flipgrid videos on the discussion board. And it's like. It's because they're on fucking Flipgrid. They're, yeah. So you have to, to click that link I gave you and put I in the put class in code. Yes. Jeez. That's the shit. Like, I cannot deal with that stuff. My uh, my teacher who's normally with me, who's teaching virtual in her classroom is right next to mine. When there's like a quiet time in my room, I'll hear her next door going, click. No, we're in math right now. If you would have been here on time, you would know. Oh and then she'll goodness. be like open the folder that says click here and then inside there click on the only item that's in there yes the one that says math click on it's the only thing in that folder click on that and i'm just in the other room like oh i do not miss that at all oh Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. god online teaching sucks yeah sucks um, my screaming in the parking lot has to do with this stupid accelerated instruction thing that I've been bitching about. Mm-hmm. Um, so today, so first of all, we had to, um, send out a waiver to the parents asking them if we could pretty please tutor their kids in not a three to one ratio, but a four or five to one ratio. Would you be okay with that? So we send these waivers home and of course it's a whole bunch of stuff, so they're not going to read it. So we had to call all the parents and be like, here's what's coming home today. We can either tutor your child in a three to one ratio, and they're probably going to have to come in before school in the mornings and on Saturdays to get these hours in because we can't accommodate that Mm -hmm. during the school day. Or if you sign this waiver, we can add one or two children to that group. And they're all like, oh yeah, absolutely. So they sign the waiver and bring it back. So that was the first thing that happened and it took a long time. So then um, they had to send home another form after they came up with a plan. Like, how are we going to get these 60 hours for all these kids? So we have like three people on campus working day and night to get these things set up. And then 
you know, the teachers on our own were mm-hmm. having to figure out like, okay, how are these hours going to be spent? So now we have our plan developed. And so then they had to send a letter home saying, we have a plan in place. We're going to get all of these hours in, and this is how we're going to do it. Please sign here. And also you have to call the parents and tell them all the things that are on that letter and then sign the form again. Like this bureaucratic just bullshit. Why? I just, because I just who's want ever going to open this to folder and look to see if I face. have this waiver and this fucking paper and I called the parent. Like it's so stupid. So they had to hire three substitutes today because the APs were on the phone all day long with these parents and the teacher had to also be in on the meeting, even though I did not talk at all. I was in there for two hours over the course of the day in like 20 minute chunks. Did not have to say a word besides, hi, it's here too. All right, have a good weekend. That's literally all I said while my AP has to give this spiel about all this bullshit. And I'm just like, this is such an unreal waste of I could be working and I could be working with these kids right yes, this very second. Right this second. But instead I'm sitting in this office and there's a sub in this room with my kid who throws stools, probably losing control of everything and nothing mm-hmm. is getting done. Oh my god, it just made me boil. It just made me boil. <sighs> so anyway, I hate government. We've talked about this before so many yeah. times. You know what? It's all worth it's it. It's all worth it. Oh, my fault. What's your yeah. own it? So I have an email from a student that I hope I didn't read two weeks ago, but I don't think I did. Which uh, I was I was having like the worst day. I can't remember what was going on. I was just really having a terrible day. And then she sends me an email asking me a question about something. And then at the end put, I also just wanted to let you know I love your class. It's my top one, top number one favorite I have had in years and years here at blank school where I teach. Uh, you make it a lot of fun with your spunky personality, and the people in the class are just amazing. Have a great weekend. How <laughs> and I was just like, sweet. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much. That's so nice. Oh, my gosh. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of have two uh, Ooh, over the moments. Nice. So one of them is a silly teaching moment where I just had a lot of fun. So today um, we we were talking about different teeth types of animal in animals. So like the predators have sharp teeth, mm-hmm. and then the you know plant eaters have the flat teeth. So I did a demonstration of this under my smart my uh, my uh, camera with mm-hmm. a staple puller and a cotton ball. So I was like, oh. here's the jaguar hiding behind the <laughs> like I did a full Steve Irwin. I was like, here he is hiding in the bush watching the unsuspecting rabbit nibbling on grass and like <laughs> narrating the thing. And, it's and the, yes, all of a sudden the rabbit's ears prick up. It senses the predator's near, but he can't, he can't see where he is. Oh no, the jaguar jumps out from behind and rips. So then I like <laughs> pull into the stable puller, and, uh-huh. like rip its head off. I'm like, Oh no, he's ripped the bunny's head off. And all the kids are like, ah! <laughs> so much fun. <laughs> it was just a stupid fun moment, but I bet Aww. they'll remember that sharp teeth are for ripping meat. I bet they will too. That's fantastic. (laughs) So much fun. Um, I love it. And then my other all worth it moment is I, as you all know, I have been stressing a lot about the amount of time I've been spending off Mm -hmm. the clock. Oh no. Um, So I did a little, I was like for a week, I'm going to record how much time I've been spending off the clock. And after four days, it was past 10 hours. So I was like, I'm going to stop doing this because it's not making me feel better. Mm-hmm. And then I decided, you know what? I'm going to sit down and write a list of all the things that I am doing that are off the clock 
and I'm either going to stop doing them completely or I'm going to figure out a new way to do them because I'm, I just can't do this anymore. Right. So I haven't made the list, but mentally I've already started Good. pruning things out. And so I already just feel so much better. Like this weekend, I've decided that I'm not going to write my lesson plans. I'm just going to take the ones from the other teachers and turn those in. I'm going to change the name and turn them in. And then I'm going to do those things. <laughs> Hell yeah. Because that's what I frigging do anyway. Like I don't need to make it all into one document. I'm not yep. making any more anchor. Just all of these things. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that, man. I'm just going to free myself a little bit. Save some nice. time for me. Yeah. I'm feeling good about Fantastic. it. Fantastic. Hell yeah. Good. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Do you have a BS in education? We would love to hear free from you. Check us out on Instagram. We kind of post stuff sometimes now. Um, you can also email us at bsineducation2020 at gmail.com. We love getting emails from you. We also really love phone calls. Uh, give us a call at 234-73-TEACH. Um, we are working on our Halloween episode where we, we like to feature... Spooky some teaching nightmares or have you ever taught in a haunted building uh if you would like to be featured on our show give us a call or shoot us an email um yeah thanks for listening everyone this has been a bs in education classes ended time to go pick up your crayons off the floor classes ended time to go i don't want to see your face no more thank you for listening to ABS in education. My tummy hurts.